Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Love it. All right, here we go. Text. Oh, oh, shoot. Hold on. We're live. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Uh, I'm a little slow this morning. We're going. We're getting it. Say hey. Uh, very excited. You know, listen, I, I say this all the time. I don't really have any buzzword. I don't really have any like word replacements. I'm always excited. The reason why I'm excited every day is because I get to talk really fucking cool people like Kelly. Um, and, uh, and, and, and this is my job. Like literally I'm so blessed that gun has allowed me to be a professional pot. I'd never, you, if you would have told speech impediment Taylor in the fifth grade that you're going to run your mouth for a living online, I would have stuttered and laughed at you at the same time. Uh, but here we are. So uh, for those of you, welcome. Good morning. Happy Monday. I know it's going to take a second to, uh, to obviously get people in here, um, but really excited to say, hey, this is a networking platform. Um, we're going to talk about community. Kelly is very passionate about community building. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about today. But one of the big things about community building is networking, right? You, you, you need to be present. You need to say, hey, so please do that. Um, Kelly and I would love to hear from you. Um, I know also uh, LinkedIn. I'm going to check LinkedIn too. All right, cool. Um, here we go. Sweet. I, I was getting worried. LinkedIn's had some major lag. So, all right. So say, hey. All right. So we got people in. So that's good. Uh, that's positive. Uh, second thing, ask questions. In my opinion, I think Kelly does a fantastic job of being very authentic, her, true to herself, and creating community around that. And so, um, again, this is going to be more community-focused conversation today, so please ask questions. Um, and again, TikTok, thanks for tuning in, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Also, I want to let you all know a little, a little strategy real quick. Kelly, we're going to get some social media strategy real quick. I am not streaming anymore to YouTube. Um, so you have to catch the lives on pretty much any other platform but YouTube. We are undergoing a massive, massive uh, data dump, I guess you could say, on YouTube. And we're getting rid of a lot of my content. We're going to restructure a lot of my content on YouTube to make it more digestible. YouTube is kind of a wasteland for me. It's been three years of just crazy amount of content. And so we're going to edit that. That's just a quick announcement. Um, what else? Say hey. Ask questions. Be engaged. Um, let's see here. What else? I want to give a shout to that conference, the official coffee sponsor of the show. I'm drinking it right now. I'm drinking half calf. So half of it is Clark sells that conference. The other half is decaf Clark. Once you get decaf beans, I'll have fully that conference in my cup, but until then it'll be half calf for now. Also again, shout out to gun IO for just honestly providing me just a, the, a, a great place to land. Um, I, I appreciate, uh, appreciate the team a ton. Robert's good to see you. Mike Brady, John, Joseph, Chris, it's Chris. good to see you. It's good to see you. All right. Chris. Uh, I, I think that's everything. I'm going to feel a little discombobulated this morning. Um, but uh, Kelly, no, how are you? How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Um, everything's wonderful. Starting off Monday. Love it. Doing wonderful. Uh, 
I, I myself have mushroom coffee. So I was about to ask you, are you a coffee? Cause I know a lot of people are getting off coffee. My wife's mm -hmm. off coffee. Mm -hmm. I know there's kind of this trend. I know. I know. Like, it's always I, a trend. I, I don't know if I could do it. Like, like if you told I me I have to go pure decaf, I'd go even pure decaf, but I just love the taste of coffee so much, but you're off. Have you, were you on coffee and got off coffee? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. So I was having like two or three cups a day and, um, it's just too much for, for me, my little heart. <laughs> it's nope, just too I, much. I, listen, I get that high anxiety. You know, one of the reasons, um, not that y'all really care. We're just going to chit chat it up for a second. Um, I, I did a little, um, physical like two or three years ago and, 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 and the girl that, that I was doing it with, she was like, Hey, uh, are you stressed a lot? <laughs> I was like, yeah, always. Why? And she was like, your cortisol levels are through the roof. And this is a whole nother conversation for health and oh, fitness. Yeah. But, um, essentially I've been trying to bring my cortisol levels down and I have, yeah. um, uh, and a lot of that mm -hmm. is, um, uh, half calf and decaf, but also, when I do speak at conferences, I am full calf and I am just nice. ready to go. So just rolling. Uh, John, well, I, I have to say, I haven't given up coffee yet. I just sort of incorporated uh, mushroom coffee into my daily routine. And then when I go out and meet people, I, I still drink coffee. But I, I've noticed ever since I moved, I don't know if this is placebo or if this is real, who knows, but it's working for me. So I'm going to keep doing it. Um, whenever I drink the mushroom coffee, uh, it, it feels the taste is pretty good. I've rice. I don't know. Mud water. Any of those would work. Four right, Sigmatic right. is another one. Um, anytime I drink it, um, it took a while. Okay. It took like a week to get used to it because it is like a much more mild taste. And you're going to taste it and be like, this is water that's like slightly flavored. Ugh. You know, at first yeah. you're just like, it's not the same. It's because it's right. not. It's just not. Right. Um, after, if you, if you give yourself maybe like three or four days on it, you start to, you start to really enjoy it. And now I choose it over coffee because it just makes me feel really good throughout the day. I don't know how to describe it, but it makes me feel like uh, awake, but like in a slower, it just feels slower. It doesn't slower feel like release a instead of just caffeine, yeah. it just hits you in the head. And then you're just like dizzy for about four hours and then you crash. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so I, I, I like it. I like it. We'll, we'll see. There might be like something coming out in two years. It's just like, it's all a lie. It does nothing for you. Sure. <laughs> you sure. know? We'll see. Yeah. So sorry. So, so, so let's dive in. This is not a coffee or mud water uh, right, uh, right. podcast. This is a community and job search podcast. So uh, Kelly, let's give the people what they want. What do you do? Who are you? And then we'll go from there. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm the founder of a, a Slack bot called Bright Peer. It's a company. Um, beyond that, I run a community. The community is called Startup Nash. And the community Peace has been a baby of mine since uh, around 2019, okay. and we've just sort of exploded from there. And we've sort of moved into, um, you know, we've we've been growing for the past like four or five years, and then most recently we've we've come up with a product. So I want to talk about both of those things today. Yep, I love that. So so one of the things, so Kelly and I were chit chatting backstage, and and I was like, "What do you want to talk about?" And we said she was talking about community, and she was like. She was like, yeah, I want to talk about people. Like, why, why do people keep doing this? And I was like, that's a great title to the podcast. So that's obviously what today's title is. So Kelly, why community? Why do people keep creating them? What are your thoughts on the people creating them? Are they mostly good? Are they mostly bad? Interested to hear your honest thoughts and feedback this morning. Love it. I love it. So I'm just going to give you my experience. Okay. So, and, cause I think there's a lot of stuff at play. I think like maybe post pandemic could be at play. I think, you know, 
the the world, the way that jobs are changing could be at play. And then, mm -hmm. you know, city issues. Like for me, um, back in 2018, um, I was looking for a job. I was also pregnant. We were on, do you remember getting on daycare waiting lists? Do you remember that? Uh, we're still on. I mean, I mean, like I have a three-year-old and like literally we visited a school and they're like, you have to sign up now. And we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. It, it was, it's so insane. And I know you live in Hendersonville, but we were, we were in Davidson County at the time and we finally got our first son into daycare in the middle of the pandemic in Hendersonville. We had to go outside of Davidson County, go to Hendersonville to like, no way. Daycare. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. So that really kicked it off though, for me, because, um, you know, I was, I had this little, you know, little infant with me or, you know, he was, he was growing, but you know, this was his first year of life. I did not have a job. I, I had to do it my way. I had to, I had to play to my strengths. So that was my first strategy when I was looking for a new job, I have to play with my, to my strengths. I can't go to a coffee shop and meet. I can't network the way that I used to do. I can't show up at these events. Like, and instead of thinking about all the things that I couldn't do, I tried to focus on, okay, well, what can I do? I'm a marketer. I know how to get online. I know how to get people together. Um, our wait was a year. Yeah, I see Chris Jar. Yeah, our, it was, it's crazy. It is. I, I wish there, uh, side note, I wish there were way more daycares in Davidson yeah. County and surrounding areas. If you want to make money, do a daycare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> try, try at least. Or even drop off care. Like, anyway. Something. Um, yeah, so uh, it turned into, hey, it, well, at first it was a newsletter and it was called Launch Letter. That was like the first iteration of this. And I profiled, you know, people, um, just like leaders in the community. Some of them sure. were CEOs, some of them were startups. And then that, I quickly, it, it's not that I didn't get bored of it. It was really interesting and I liked the people, but I kind of thought like, okay, this is still just like, it's me talking to these people they're they're uh i did it in a really clever way i i did uh i just gave them a text interview the questions were the same every time it wasn't something that i had to like get on the phone with them and talk about sure. they just pulled it out and i would publish it sure um so that was the first thing i did then i quickly thought like okay i wish these people could just talk to each other because it would be mm. cool if i could do more networking and less interviewing um so so that's how it morphed into what if I just like got my buddies on Slack and we just like talked through tech and just startups problems. and yeah, yeah. yeah problems and solutions and um, stuff like the daycare thing. Like maybe we could, you know, maybe this, maybe this Slack is about just like solving problems together. Yeah. Um, so that's how it started. Um, and then that eventually, uh, you know, eventually got big enough where <laughs> I invited someone onto the Slack and she got on there and we were talking about problems and solutions. And she, I don't know how it led to this, but she uh, dropped the job posting in, in the Slack and was like, hey, by the way, we're looking for a product marketing manager. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is me. Like, this is, wow, this is cool. This is me. Um, and I applied and I got it. That's awesome. So it kind of, it, it solved my own immediate problem. It, it, it solved the, um, hey, I'm doing it my own way. I can't go sure. network with people. Let's do the community. And then the community led me to the job. Um, yep. So I guess that's like part one, you know, it, yeah. it helped me find a job in a, in a different way. So if you are for some reason stuck at home, you're caretaking, you're, you're caring for a child, you're caring for a parent, caring for a spouse, um, 
or you're just doing something, you have a part-time job and you want to change careers, you just don't have the time to like do something in real life. Um, you know, maybe starting some kind of community is worth it on a personal level. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I, I want to, God, there's so many ways to take this, my brain's spinning. So yeah, I, I, so let me ask you this. What, what are your thoughts on community right now? And especially meetups and conferences, Mm-hmm. Coming back, you know, I, I spoke down in Atlanta last Wednesday. Yeah. Had a great conversation with the two guys who run that meetup. And we, so they speak internationally a lot. And we were talking about mm-hmm. the, over in Europe and how everybody's wide open. Conferences are booming in Europe. Like the more, like more and more conferences are getting started and booming. Meetups are crazy out there. And then over here, it seems like no one wants to leave their house still. Conferences <laughs> are still suffering in the U.S. Meetups are still suffering in the U.S. Um, I've talked to a lot of conference organizers that are struggling. Why do you think that isn't? Again, there's no wrong answers. Hot takes only on this Monday morning. Hot takes morning. only. Okay, okay. Hot okay. takes only. But but like why why do you think? And Robert, by the way, I see your question. I'll get to it here very very soon. Um, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Ah, oh, that's a it, that's a fascinating question. Uh, immediate answer is. Um, I think that, well, look, I can only pull from my personal experiences for Nashville. I know for me in Nashville, I got two young kids. So that's maybe part of it where I'm just like picking it. I still want to be in real life with people. I really do. It's Mm -hmm. the thing that like, there's something that I miss about all, all the time having something to do and somewhere to go. I have to be very, very careful with the things that I'm accepting to do because you know, 530 to 730 is now like prime bed, bath, story time, hanging out with my kids. But that's not to say that I like I want to go. So I try to plan. um, I try to strike a balance personally. But I think there maybe are some issues depending on what you're what city you're in. You know, you may have just realized in the pandemic, oh, traffic, traffic is terrible. Like I don't like driving an hour and like going to this thing or um, especially you, know, you and I up here in Hendersonville, Gallatin area. Yeah, absolutely. Like down to Franklin, you know, I, I'm probably not going to go to Franklin for very many things. Ever. Uh, I say and that Taylor Swift has got to be hosting a meet and greet <laughs> with 10 people and I'll go down there. <laughs> right. Right. Definitely. Um, so I think for some people it might just be a, a, a small change in, you know, where they are and what they're choosing to do. But that said, um, you think people got too comfortable being at home? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be good for some people to maybe like get out a little bit, <laughs> you know, well, get out I mean, a little bit. Like, so this is what we talked about at the meetup last week in Atlanta is is they were saying, you know, so meetups originally you were already you were already at work, right? So I worked in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. I worked in Brentwood for nine of the twelve years, right? Mm-hmm. I was in yeah. recruiting. I was in the office, so it's like I was already down there. And I was going to hit traffic. So I would just text my wife like, hey, I'm going to go to a meetup. And that's what we talked about at the meetup last week. It's just like everybody was already out in the office. So then people would just be like, hey, honey, I'm just going to stop by this meetup and just grab dinner there and just come home. But now we're all at home and we got to put on pants to leave the house. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. It's inertia thing. It's a it mess. is a mess. It is a y'all, mess. Y'all get out of the house. Support your meetups. Support your conferences. <laughs> support because... your local meetups. Definitely. Definitely Seriously. get out. Seriously. Um, all right. So let's so let's dive into um I still want to keep talking about community for a second. So yes, yeah. 
Let's keep going. Who, yeah. What what makes a good community, right? Like yeah. what is a community? Is it big? Is it small? What makes mm -hmm. a good one? Talk about that. I think the best ones just have goals. Like they know what they're going after. See, so for so I started mine under like odd pretenses. It kind of pivoted. I call it Startup Nash. So I had this, I had something in mind of like, hey, I want to talk to the community that I have interest in being a founder. There was something there. Um, but you know, my, my secret goal was like, oh, maybe I could get a job from this. And, mm -hmm. and I achieved my, my personal goal, but then, you know, I saw this other, it was like, I wasn't done yet. Like, right. okay, so I got a job. That's cool. But I named it startup Nash. Aren't I supposed to be doing something with startups and Nashville? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, having goals and understanding what, what the group's purpose is what people will be getting out of the group when they join, what are they, what their expectations might be and how the group is deciding to, you know, fill those expectations. I think that's like, that's it. That's, that's the most important part. Cause if you get in there and you don't have a goal, you got a lot of people sitting around, they're not really sure, you know, groups are kind of like hyped up right now. You, there's the curiosity factor. They want to get inside to see what's going on. But once you get in, you know, this is how a lot of groups die. Like, communities die within, they can die within minutes, you know, um, because they, they go dead. And, yeah. and part of it is because you've got a community that sounded really cool on the outside, but then you let any, everybody in and you didn't really have a goal. And that's, right. that's tough. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, so there's some questions here. I do want to get to Robert kind of going, oh, this is kind of going on the networking on LinkedIn side. And again, if y'all have questions, please ask them, um, cause we'll be glad to answer them when networking on LinkedIn, should I limit my connection request to just a tech field or should I accept them all? John comes in here and goes, I wouldn't turn on anyone. I've had two tech jobs for companies that would be considered non-tech companies. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you hear, hear your thoughts, Kelly on this. I yeah. have thoughts, but you're the guest. So I'm gonna let you talk. For yeah. So, so he's, he's asking, should I accept anybody? Should I limit my just connection? Basically should, yeah. Oh, because there, there's yeah. a strategy. I get asked this a lot. Like, what's your strat what's your LinkedIn connection? I mean, there's, yeah. there's a strategy. <laughs> this is a great question. So I usually accept if they are a real person who I I scan them for like if they're selling me something. It and it's so hard nowadays too, because everybody's like, I don't know if this is just me because I'm in the founder world or if this is this happens to everybody, probably happens to everybody, but people will tell me like I'm the founder of sales greatbigsales.com or something like that. And uh, I'm like, okay, you know, are you selling or are you not? That's my first thing. Of course, it's probably everybody's first thing. But in terms of tech and non-tech, look, I think it's about interests. Like I'm interested in Nashville as a community. So I probably would accept, I definitely would accept people who are not in tech, but they're from Nashville and they like, I've gone to a couple of events. We, you know, I, I recognize them definitely because like, they need help too. They need work too. They know people too. It's still kind of small town mentality here. And if you're thinking bigger on a regional, regional or, you know, larger scale, um, which you should, um, to me, you know, if you're non-tech, you could do your own like extra vetting, but if you're in a tech field and you're looking at a non-tech person, I like to, to, I like to look at like, oh, well, how, what is their strategy like? Like, what are they doing? Are they just interesting? Are they talking about things that are, that's going to teach me something? So that's just my personal way of looking at it. Yeah. I had TikTok comments. Sean comes in here. My LinkedIn strategy is throw everything to the wall and see what sticks. I mean, listen, I, so I, I always bring up the job search and dating 
my wife and I met on Tinder. Okay. As men, <laughs> there's two different Tinder strategies. What are they? Swipe on everything or be selective, right? And so again, it's it's what you want to do, Robert. I, I think right now, I think the wider the net, the better, right? Wider yeah. The better. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Jeff, so so going back to meetups here, and again, Sean, thank you for that. Thank you for that comment. Um, he just goes swipe, baby. Um, so cost of travel added to the necessity to travel when events were fine virtually. You have a broader uh, pool of speakers doing virtual as well as no one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, I want to give a shout out to the North Atlanta JavaScript user group. I mean, they hooked me up and, and covered my travel down last week. And, and you just don't see a lot of meetups doing that. Um, and so I definitely think like the ease of virtual is good. But I mm -hmm. just... Kelly, what, how, how does a virtual meetup create community? Yeah. Like, that's what's a your biggest question. piece of advice for that? So to me, it's all about, so this is also a difference between like LinkedIn and then like maybe like private or semi-private groups. Like I would consider startup Nash, like semi-private. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you still so anyway, got to like submit and like to get on, you just can't hop right. on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So a big difference is uh, on LinkedIn and, you know, people are using LinkedIn however they want to, but the tendency of LinkedIn is sort of like, here's what I did or here's what I'm doing or here's what, who, who I'm working with. And sometimes in these like semi-private groups, it's more about like what, what, uh, what you need to get done or like asks and offers. It's not so centrally focused on like, uh, it's almost like Instagram versus other platforms. Like on Instagram, you're showing the very best version of your personal life. And on LinkedIn, yeah. you're showing yeah. the very best version of your professional life. Or I, I think people maybe. Except if you watch my vlogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Your vlogs are so great. Though. That's why I did it. That's why I did it. Yeah. Cause you're cutting the noise. Like that's genius. Um, it's genius. And then in, in startup Nash, it's more like, here's what I need to get done. Sure. Like, who, who can I help? Who can I, or who's, who can help me or like, what can I offer? Um, so, and I don't know, it's just, uh, it's a different way of like looking, it's a different way of looking at things. So in terms of virtual events and like how that might, how that might help, um, I always run a virtual event of somebody like people will ask me, I might get like two or three or four requests of like, Hey, like, can someone help me go over my resume? For example, Right. And this is a real uh, situation where a couple of people were asking me because they just had big tech layoffs. Well, I know someone in the group who does like free resume review. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, hey, like, could you do, do like a webinar or something about like free resume review and like go over a couple of these people's resumes? She was like, yeah, that would be awesome. So it's just much more intentional and it almost like comes from the group first. And yeah. then I make a I love that. virtual thing and it's supposed to be giving back to the group. It's just a little bit different way of doing things. And, you know, honestly, it has mixed results. Like sometimes it works really well. Sometimes not as many people need the thing as I thought. And, and we just sort of go from there. So this is an interesting thing, Stephen. I'm really glad you brought this up because this is something we're doing at Gun.io. Do you all think where a meetup is hosted affects participation? So I will tell you this, Stephen. I've, I've had this conversation and, and I'm just going to say this out loud. Um, at gun IO, we want to be known as the, we want to be known as a luxury. If there is a luxury brand for engineers, we want to be known as that all of our meetups are going to be at swanky spots, right? Our last meetup was at the top of the grand Hyatt. We're already looking at, for those of you, um, we're, we're doing another, we're, we're calling it the saloon because you know, we're a little gun IO type, you know, situation, right? Um, you know, we're going to have that bad idea probably in East Nashville. So my friend Alex Birch opened up a wine bar. I would check it out. We're going to do it really cool hip spots. I think people are tired of meeting in another 
office space after working mm-hmm. in the office and getting pizza. Yeah. And so what we're doing at Gun is we are not we are not going to have a average meetup. We are not going to have speakers. We want you to network and have the chance to meet great engineers in a really really badass setting. Thoughts, Kelly? Sorry, I had to go. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm ready. I'm ready for the saloon. Yeah, you are. (laughs) No barrel guns. Uh, But yeah, I agree. You got to get. It's got to be a different environment. It's got to be. I think people are tired of that. I I think that's why. I think a lot of people. A lot of this is failing. Yeah, I mean, it feels like if it feels like work. You know, you're good. You're making the move to get out of your house. Like, I feel like the last thing people want is just like, oh, this feels exhausting. Like, this yeah. is exactly the same as going into an office. So, yeah. And be yeah. mindful of parking. So, I'm oh, really yeah. particular about my events. We pick places where the parking is easy. Listen, 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 listen. If parking's not easy, I'm out. Don't invite me to your party, right? If parking sucks, we it ain't happening, right? It's, so, it's not. It's yeah. not, it's, it's getting harder too in Nashville for that. And Wrong yeah, order. that's the, uh, yeah. wait, where'd you say it was in East Nat? Where's the, where's uh, the bad idea? It, 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 it's idea. in one of the churches that got demolished. It's over there by, um, do you remember where flower shop used to be? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Over there. Okay. Cool. Over there. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, let's see here. Yeah. John connect with everyone all the time. Uh, Sean, I see you on TikTok. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. We'd love to come on your Absolutely. podcast. Let me know. Um, let's see here. Chris. Hey, Chris, shout out for the new role. Big dog. Shout out for the new role. I see you. Um, do you have something to say, Kelly? Sorry. Uh, I have one more thing. It's one yeah, more thing. Please. I gotta. I gotta do some shout outs. Um, yeah. So, well, so we're you not know, ending yet. We're not ending. Oh, yet. good. Just, no. Good. 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 Go good. Ahead. You good. shout out. Just tell me. Just tell me. Um, okay. So, uh, one cool thing about Startup Nash is there's a lot. You know, if, and if by the way, if people in here want to join Startup Nash, it's free to join. It's on Slack. What's what's, what's the like website or URL? Yeah, it's uh, www.startupnash.com. I'm going to throw um, it up in the banner. Yeah, you, and look, I know some people, I saw someone from Nebraska on here. Look, it's the, being in Nashville, it's not a requirement. Uh, you're it, A lot of things are local, so we talk about local issues and local things from time to time, but you're more than welcome to join. Um, but yeah, in Startup Nash, there are a lot of cool founders, and I just wanted to like, pretty quickly like talk about just a few of them yeah let's um, do it. yeah so so Rhonda Cammon she was one of the first members of Startup Nash before like I want to say like first 10 members of Startup Nash she's amazing she owns this place called One Shop Nashville it's a bodega uh collects uh connects local and small makers with new members she's also the founder of Perfectly Cordial I don't know if you've heard of that it's like um mixed it's not mixed drinks. It's mixer, mixed, uh, pre-mixed. I think you know, so. Is it a really clean, like, branding? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She does a great job. She does a great job. Um, Brian Daly. I don't know if you know him. Um, I, I know that name. Okay. So he's also, I think he's an admin on um, Nash Dev. Uh, okay. Brian. Oh, Brian is amazing. He used to be the CTO at Stratazan. Now he's the founder of Calendaristic. It's org-wide meeting metrics. So it's pretty cool. Um, I got okay. to try it out. He's great. You should definitely interview him. He's cool. Well, I, I was about to say, I actually need a guest for Thursday, to be honest with you. I need my guest bailed for Unicorn Founders Thursday. So if you don't mind firing off an email after this, and maybe we can get yes. on. Yes, absolutely. Um, Sharon Burgess. So she's in a incubator with me. She made All Cooks. She's founder of All Cooks. It's an app. Uh, community making meaningful connections around love of food while making a dent in love food that. insecurity. Uh, Allcooksapp.com is her website. And then David, sir, I'm going to, oh, David, I'm sorry. 
Servadidio. Um, I'm sorry, I, I always read his name online. I should have asked for pronunciations, but uh, Vet Verify. So you may know them because they won a uh, 3686 pitch competition. Oh, did they really? Was, this year? Yeah. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah. They, they won the pitch competition. It's Vet Verify. It's a technology company that delivers instant verified proof of pet vaccination. Um, and then one more shout out, Kate O'Neill. Man, she's awesome. Oh, I, I love don't know Kate. If you know her. I love Kate. Uh, Kate's the yeah, best. Teaming, teaming uh, building teams yeah. at work. So, so these are just like a few people I asked, like, hey, who's who's here? Like, who can I talk about? Uh, these are a few people that reached back out to me and said, like, you could talk about me. <laughs> but there's tons of us. There's 560 of us. And the whole thing about Startup Nash is, look, you you don't you don't know about the startup community in Nashville. Join Startup Nash. We talk. We are here. We're talking about it. We're talking about our startups. We're talking about how to solve problems within startups. So, so that's what it is. There's so much to talk to you about. Real quick, I, I want to go to your post. So, all right. So here, here here's what we're gonna here's how we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna talk okay. about this one thing. We're gonna talk about Bright Peer for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to end uh, on a few questions that I ask. All right. Real quick. Sure. You posted something about the startup scene in Nashville and why it sucks. <laughs> you, you actually didn't say that specifically. Those, those are my words. I, I do want to say that. And, so glad and, I did. <laughs> and, and I said, because there's no marketing, there's no community. And I think mm, you're yeah, fixing yeah, yeah. the community aspect. When I say marketing, I mean, as a city, like, yeah, I think the yeah. city of Nashville sucks at marketing. Like, yeah. I didn't even know about that 3686 conference. Like, there, there's got to be some sort of, and maybe there is, and maybe I'm not a part of it, but there's got to be a newsletter or something for the, like, Bitcoin conference was here. I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do a better anyway, job at saying, you, like, here's all the upcoming events. Yeah. Here's all. Your, Man, I used to do that. I used to do that when I used to write. A, I wrote a blog about uh, I'd bring all it back. that. I'd sign up. I'd sign up. Not. Yeah, not so anyway, um, yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're going to get me in trouble, but you're right. <laughs> uh, you're right. We could do better at marketing all this stuff, and there's probably ways to do that. And it it's so wild. I feel like I grew up in the scene. Like, I came from um, Kentucky and I moved here. And what, what, I, what part of Kentucky? Um, so I'm originally from Georgetown, Kentucky. Shout out Lexington, Kentucky area. Okay. Um, I went to school at Western Kentucky University. So, so did my wife for a year. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All the best people go to Western. It's just mm -hmm. a fact. They're like, just mm -hmm. get used to it. It's okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, I feel like I grew up in the scene and in, in Nashville's startup scene. And I've seen a lot. Um, and and some of the things I think we could do better is connecting each other, uh, you know, talking about what the scene is doing, what's going on here. But but over all of those things, because there's a lot of promotion out there, over all of those things, ways to actually help each other. Like I think we're lacking little connections, ways to meaningful connections, ways to actually help get stuff done. So um, that's just my personal take though. Other people probably have like way different, way different. Yeah. Things. And again, I mean, I, I, I definitely want to get you trouble, but, but I do yeah. think, <laughs> you know, obviously you, between you and, and zap Haley, yeah. um, Kowski, yeah. uh, she's been on the show. You guys are kind of like my two, you know, core people for the startup scene. Yes. And what I've yeah. learned is there is a pretty bustling startup scene, but again, like no, no one's talking about it except at least in my opinion for for those two. So yeah, we got to get um, out of it. We got to get out of our little bubble and get into the mainstream world. Yeah. And, I mean, if, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It falls, yeah. So right? it's kind of that, it's the same thing. 
It is. It is. So um, I want to I want to talk really fast about Bright Peer. So like Bright Peer kind of tries to help solve that problem, tries to like maybe the first step of solving that problem. So in our community, we realized, hey, everybody's here. There's 560 people here. But like we're still Internet strangers. We don't really know each other. Slack, you know, Slack isn't telling us what we do. Slack isn't connecting us. We're just a bunch of strangers in a chat. Just like in the old days. (laughs) Um, So I I came up with this idea. I was like, well, what if I could, like, what if I prompt people? Because I'm good at connecting. You're good at connecting. Haley Zapowski is good at connecting. We're all connectors. And it dawned on me, like, other people are not good. That's not a strength of theirs. Not everybody has that. It's just a a few weirdos that have that. (laughs) And we do a good job at connecting people. But we can't go out in the world and connect even though we want to, like, we can't go connect all the people, even though it makes us feel good. Like we, we just don't have the bandwidth to do that. So, so I was like, okay, well, what if, what if I made a bot or something that connected people by skill in the group? And that way, if people have asks or people have offers, they can get matched with somebody else with the same Mm. ask or offer. And they, it's almost like Tinder actually, like where you can match or pass with people. Um, the people you pass on as an expert, uh, They'll never know that that you passed on them. Um, but when you do get a match, it's like really cool. And that's where you uh, there's a whole booking link where you can like book them directly from Slack. So my awesome. goal with this is to like actually get people together and actually get them talking one on one. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Um, cool. All right. Last few questions. Um, yes. So basically, uh, one, um, what do you do outside of work? That yes. brings you joy. Oh, two things. Hanging out with my kiddos and my family and my my family, my parents and my siblings and all of them. I love hanging out with my family. Um, I do a lot of gardening too. Not this year. This year was a bad year, but uh, usually I picked up this gardening hobby and I really, really am starting to enjoy it. My, my wife picked up too. She loves it. Yeah. She loves it. It's we, fun. Have, we have a little thing out here. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I saw, I've seen your, I've seen your, because I've seen your blogs. It's yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, second thing is, uh, any, anything you're reading, watching, um, you know, that you're observing in the market mm-hmm. that you want other people to know outside of obviously bright peer and startup Nash. Ooh, that's such a good question. There's oh, you so, give someone else a shout out. Ooh, there's so much, there's so much going on. Um, whew, golly, that's a, that's such a, that's an overwhelming question. <laughs> I just started Rocket Fuels. So that's a book I'm reading. Okay. Uh, Brian Daly. Brian Daly suggested that book to me. Um, as far as like what's going on in the broader world, um, uh, whew, golly. Uh, look, I think people are going to continue to waffle on uh, in-person and virtual stuff. I think maybe the more important thing to focus on is intention. You know, like we could have, there were people who definitely working remote before the pandemic, but you know, if you're forced to go remote and you're, and you're back now in person, uh, you, or you have the option to be back in person, you know, I think a lot of people are going to choose that option to be back in person because they were very uncomfortable with being remote to begin with. And they felt like they were forced into it. So if Mm -hmm. you want to work a remote job or you want to be remote, I guess in my super limited experience, you might want to go with a company who started out as remote, who were very intentionally, you know, went remote and, and is um, 
has the commitment to work on that because no matter if you're in person or remote to me it's they're both hard to keep employees engaged to keep them their morale you know culture is it's just a different way to do your business so that's yeah. just my personal take on the remote versus like in real life and there should be combinations in my opinion i'm not saying hybrid's going to work for everyone either but like seeing everybody doing an offsite doing something yeah. like that's how I see uh, that world in particular. Absolutely. Last question as we wrap up here. And again, thank you all for hanging out with us today. Uh, this show is called Guidance Culture 2.0 because we had Guidance Culture as a middle school, high school, and college. But now as adults, we don't really have anybody to talk to about just general career advice. What would be your biggest piece of career advice to young Kelly? Oh, man. Uh, keep, keep writing Southern Alpha. So I was a writer uh, when I came to Nashville. I wrote okay. about startups. And really? uh, that got me all my connections that I use today. Shout out to Marcus Whitney and uh, yep. uh, uh, Walker Duncan and Jamie Hoffman and all those folks, uh, Towns Duncan, and, you know, uh, for better and for worse. Like it got me in here. Now I can't leave. <laughs> I can't do I anything it. else. I can't not be an entrepreneur. Like it flung me, it threw me in here. And now, and, and if you're, if you're really stuck and you're just like, I don't know what to do with my life. Think about writing about the industry you want to be in or an industry, something that just interests you. Like just consider maybe like writing or doing a podcast or some sort of media because that, that just that action gets you so far. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to say this too. And I'll wrap up right here. If you are looking for a way, if, if you are not a connector, no. Yeah. If you're not a connector, you don't like to get out there. Being a facilitator is huge, right? So what Kelly just said, Kelly was a facilitator of people, of things. And so even if you don't want to put out content, if you don't want to like and comment and all that stuff, I get it, but do, do something to give back to the community. Um, and I think being a facilitator is another great way to network without putting yourself out there all the time. So it is, it is Kelly. Thank you so much. I appreciate you stay on real quick. So I can say bye to you off air, but y'all thank, thank you again you. for tuning in to guidance counselor 2.0 this morning. Uh, we have a crazy week this week. So tomorrow, Kevin Griffin, Kevin's out of Richmond. He's run, um, the Richmond, uh, um, engineering meetup or conference for a little bit. He's a Microsoft MVP. He's an incredible guy. Uh, Wednesday, Brian Morrison. I met Brian Morrison at that conference. He's incredible. Um, Thursday's Unicorn Finders. And then Friday, very excited about this. I have the former head of design at Headspace on the show on Friday. So very excited to catch up. His name is Frank. What's his last name? Frank. I don't know his last name. Frank, Frank Bach. Frank Bach. So he's coming on the show Friday. So anyways, y'all have a great one. Kelly, thank you so much. We'll see you all Peace. 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 <laughs> Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me at TDeson on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.